1: work. And then we'll move mostly to Field and then some newer work. Seagull Tiny. The villagers are watchful in their booths at Boston Market. The boys living on sulfur and talking about feelings and memory. The United States is the collective process of demanding feelings and a certain memory. I would live on synthetics, but I hate fragility. Lonely and afraid, my women sing, there is no father in me. They talk about anything a limit allows. There is hope of forgiveness, but my American corpse has been such a disappointment. I would live on feeling safe and spilling secrets. It is confusing, the plain people passing like potato blossoms. When I first met a trans person at age seven, she served us mashed potatoes at Boston Market. Mother, when statistically it's unlikely she kept the job. I am worthy of eating food, I tell myself. There is some hope of forgiveness for boys. I would live on their plastic. It is confusing that words trick us. And then I'm mostly gonna be reading from Field. When I wrote Safe Space, I felt I was trying to hold a lot of things all at once. Um, like Like a tray in an oven food and things fall through and you sort of gather these remains um, and then presenting them all alongside each other thinking of the poem as like reckoning with uh, leftovers I guess um, with field I think I moved to somewhere else um, uh, I guess more like a landscape. Um, if if safe spaces, Hieronymus Bosch, or something where everything's chaotic, that you look at and see these intimate scenes, close up, uh, you know, this is more landscape where they're much simpler, smaller close ups, but then when you stand back, you see something else. Um, so I'm going to read a few poems from that. One, these white skirts and orange sweaters i want in the feeding mart while my vegetable parts bloom in the common way a grackle in the garden roost the tall women washing hands or eyeing turnips the saddened powers we rub so economically in one version of things alarum is my name unkempt and handled I am horse. I am saddled. I am a broken horse. All of the poems in field are numbered, like in a serial sequence. So I'll read the number, um, so I can you know where it is in the sequence. Fifteen. When ambience accidentally presents as a girl sweating at my teeth, I wanted to love her accidents, two power lines cut vertical in the grass, my lyric untied in her hand, clinical like spring. Is there anything you love, sis, more than an antecedent? It is pleasing to understand labor as a field, a felt passed through. I would see you, green, in that land. 16. Gender is not the tram organ. Gender is, yes, a hemorrhage. The name script and the state script proceed lapping the milk in my sacks. Gender, like all surface, is a female depository room. In that cloud, Moses wept, and we expect a law. His face like light, and our bodies golden in vaginoplasticity. If you ever get down my mountain, he said, Purge me with hyssop. Offer my bollock on the altar. A tran is nothing but the sense of some burning. I alone have escaped to tell you this. graceless my breasts folding for the first the cruelest rhetoric forgiveness and their big brown beards like pubic slug i must remember please keep your hands to yourself i mean this ontologically nature is somewhere else Being Tran is a unique kind of organ, I am speeching materially, I am speeching about heredity. A Tran enters through the hole, the hole glows in the linden, a Tran enters ether like a moth. While Tran precedes Essence, her form is contingent on the field. The manor sits, sits within a field. We speech into the ether, while the moth blooms. The moth blooms in the yucca. safe space versus field as I felt with safe space Mm -hmm. there was like a lot of conflating of transness with certain other tropes uh, millennials um, artificiality uh, performance and so I wanted to sort of like embrace a lot of those tropes and sort of present a kind of apology, a kind of uh, juvenilia, um, and embrace it wholly. Uh, but with field, I was I was deep in my MFA. I'd been a couple of a couple of years into my MFA, and I guess I had sort of become exhausted with a lot of like presumptions about what my work ought to have looked like. Um, that it needs to take these certain kind of forms and address certain topics relating to being trans. Mm-hmm. And so then I just decided to write only the things that I was interested in, that I was excited about writing um, and sort of throw caution to the wind, I guess. Um, And so that's when I started writing about language and uh, everything on the page has sort of like medieval means text-speak re-spelling. And so I became excited by those things and just decided to pursue them wholly. Twenty-eight, pox in the pewter again, gash in that syntax, a tran, her name, some flint already in the ash, I can't stop writing tran, her double name. The boys coal into a natural row, the garden they flatten when they pass, to what? This morning I saw you, a bell split in a field, only there was no field. And a cathedral is not its bell, but some ringing, no name but to reckon with the ringing. My breasts groan, a bell I tend, and it's stunning a thing before it's come. I think, too, there was this sense in which, like, for me when I was writing Safe Space, I guess, what what seemed so central to me at times, to what I thought of as, like, trans experience, was, like, um, finding clothes that fit, finding uh, a place to be friends, things like this. And I think by the time I was writing this, I had been looking for work, you know, for a long time. I had been a couple of years into what they... I guess called hormone replacement therapy um, and I guess I suddenly had a very different reality before me than, than the one that I had been thinking of um, where suddenly applying for jobs was very difficult um, you know at times it'd be uh, forever waiting for the interview to come that never came you know what I mean um, at times literally in the building and just like you're supposed to wait and know that you're supposed to leave you know um and things like this. So I also had this, I guess, kind of loss that um I didn't have in me and this sense of like um, being marked in a way that I that I wasn't before. And I think uh, these poems this next one especially speak to that. Thirty three. I care so much about the word, I can't read. It marks my back when I pass with a ribbon in my hair. Under the principled sky, there is no vulnerability, only what protrudes. And these lions, licking my wound, expecting to find a wound, there is history in this wood. a child I was so old in my dreams a girl there being no pardon from the real its form a dream a girl the field is an affect yes but what matters more than its fact factual the fold in its fallow and bent day mattering how we call a thing and what did we make then being so tall the day being old some facts stunning the air 47. I wanted so much to speak the human things. I became the bird suit they sent me in. This is what makes us girls thinning by the hour. There's also the sense I get sometimes. Um, I was applying for a job once, and someone looked at me and said, "So, what's your story?" Like, Ooh, right. Like, what do, what do I say to that? Um, it's frightening, right? Um, and the sense in which, like, you you not only need to be different and like accounted for in your difference, but then you also have to tell the story and explain it and the person to listen and go like oh that's so horrible uh, you know yes I feel very good for, for listening to, to that um, and so that, that's also something that plays throughout this work where like in order to be with someone and, and, and trust them and be in the space with them you have, to be uncom- you have to be comfortable with the fact that there are some things you don't know right? and some things that aren't going to be immediately before you I was thinking about that part with this one Fifty-one. I gave my medal to the hole, and it was empty still. I gave my bell, and see, it was emptier still. They speeched so much about the boniness of trees. They said, we know about your fume, about the whale, about the porno in your sack, so bearably frail. So I shoveled seed. I scattered layers of bone. I said, look at the firmament of my bone. Look at the cream of my saccharine face, flattened to a slim room. Thank you for the room and the hole I deposit myself to. Thank you for the tree, however brief its gloom. In those days, I believed in unfolding to a floor. I still can't with what you saw. The bit provides its horse. The rock provided a boy, blessing God. I wanted one secret, but for the rod in this my longish throat. I know no new way to speech this, the power of lions. I always had a hard time with like love poems. Um, I remember I had a class where, where the teacher asked you to write down the thing you're we most afraid of when I were writing love poems. Um, it's just, I don't know, there's something terrifyingly vulnerable about it. Um, and so then I tried. I felt like this worked out very sad, so I, 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 said, okay, I was uh, try and counterweight it. I mean I guess It's hard to write a love poem, right? Because you have to be honest with yourself as someone capable of receiving love, right? And that can be difficult, I guess, if you don't think you deserve her love enough. 56. Speeching of trees from the inside. You can grow dear to one only from the inside. I took pride in what was dropped. When nothing was in sight, my pride was in your leaves, where medallions could be. So as I was writing this, I was yeah I was in my mfa. Um, this particular poem that I'm about to read marked like sort of a turning point for me in this project. I didn't write it at the place it appears, but earlier on, as I was working on the project. Um, and that month, it was probably September 2015. Um, it was a dark time. Uh, I was sad, I didn't know a lot of people where I was. Um, that month I had uh, two friends who were hospitalized due to uh, trans-related uh, violence um, and acted on them. I had a close friend who was killed and then two friends who I knew online, just like online friends who, were, who both died during that time as well.
0: And it was like in the span of
1: like three or four weeks. Um, and it sort of hit me, I, I, I've never really had like a mentor, but there was one trans woman who I knew who was a teacher at the school I was at, and she, you know, we were talking once and I asked her what she's, you know, like if you had to sum up everything that you learned, how would you? It's a horrible question, I don't know why I asked that. But, um, you know, but about being trans, because I don't know, I didn't have anyone who I could talk to who was older about it. She was like, oh, everyone's going to leave you, which is a very sad thing, right? But um, it sort of like dawned, I guess, on me in a way that it hadn't before. And sort of thinking, I guess, how I thought about poetry with, like, safe space, as I mentioned, like trying to grab all these things that were remnants, you know, things that were fallen, uh, suddenly seemed very silly, and I don't, you know, regret the work that I wrote. proud of it. But I I suddenly became a lot more invested in creating spaces that one can move through. Um, Sort of like a room, when you speak into a room, right? It gains the resonance of the room and the space and the shape of the room and carries it with it. Um, And to be among it, to be among the sound, to be among the space, rather than trying to grab things um, as they pass. 57. Tonight, I would love to write The Moth in the Garden, to grieve it. And as a matter of form, did you know, not a month goes by, a tran I know doesn't die. Just shy of twenty-seven, it's such a pleasure to be alive in this trembled suit you lent. Shock is a structured response, a word lost in the mouth of keepers. And you thumb at the moth. A dozen bees. I tethered these nights. I gathered so many trees. There was also like this post going around at the time that the life expectancy of a trans woman was twenty seven, which cannot be correct. I don't think that's correct. But um, that was impacting me somewhat at the time since the next in thirty five and some some other things that are you know, were finally low, but um, Twenty-seven is a little extreme, but I don't think this is all sad. I say all this because, uh, not to exceptionalize myself as if I'm some victim, um, as much as uh, that things were created and they happened and we're here now, um, which is a way of saying that thing that there's a kind of hope, right? If things are created happen in time. That means that there's a time they could not have happened. Or there's a way of going back and undoing how they happened. And so I don't mean hope in like a I don't know, feel good sense but hope in like a structural sense you know, Um, that there's possibility that things can change. And this piece speaks to that. 58 Precious Every light dying into a cindered heart its ashy rain i am an arrangement of strings deferred what remains of a fire latent in any wood and you a rushed thing singeing what you could of my dry strings it's good it means we can change I think I'll end reading from Field there, Um, but I'll read a couple new things before we go. How are you all feeling? Are you exhausted? Okay, good. And I'll read some new things. So the newer things that I've been writing about are sort of, I guess, I'm stuck uh, in that period of time or shortly after it, where I was in Tucson, I was in the desert, I was sad, I was... uh, (laughs) Unemployed, uh, trying to find work across varying, uh, varying spectrum of legality, um, and uh, yeah, it, I during during part of that time came up on the university and everything that I mentioned, um, and I don't, and you know, my program had ended. So everyone who I knew from school had moved, which is you know a typical thing, but a sad thing. Um, and so I, 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 I was stuck in that time for a while, um, and thinking through that time and the pace of that time. And then uh, I moved back here um, from Tucson uh, to uh, Los Angeles and then Long Beach. And at that time, you know, everything was on fire. I guess it's still on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the election happened. So there was like, all these like, culminating big external things that suddenly corresponded to this sort of internal drama, I guess, I've been having. So, I've been writing about that here. So I'll just say what, the the way that I have the manuscript currently arranged is by month. So I'll just read what month, each poem is from. I'll move that way. So this is from January. Desert hills, all a fire, and the old hopes. An oak shook through a screen, our separate smoke. Caught in the same ascent, months I move in you. I also started thinking about poems a lot and, and what kind of space I wanted to create in the poem um, and I guess talking to sort of what I've been talking this, this entire time, um, is letting things pass through the poem, being comfortable with letting things pass through the poem, being comfortable with barring things from the poem, saying like, you know, that's, you can stay at the door, you know, or say, come on in, you know, let's, let's play, um, at different times and in different ways. Um, you know, and I don't want things to be unintelligible, but, uh, to allow for sort of different, new connections that can form that way. This is from April. I put you in a poem. You climbed the giantest tree. I put a dozen grapefruit into a tree. You ate every one. There is a letter in a desk I cannot know. One day, I will know. For Fadi Judah. I also started writing poems for my friends because I love my friends. A river is cold. A poem, perhaps, is a room, a charwoman at its feet. Under the blue, blue sky It is Monday Dead things sink in the sky Alive From June A house under construction Faded fence, a pair rocked in the sun. Who knew? Who knew? Measurement, a parliament of lamps where a room dims. The window I left open enough for you to appear. And these are poems from around the time I moved back to LA. So maybe these are my LA, LA poems. Here's another love poem though. That last love poem was so sad. It wasn't much of a love poem. This one's a little more of a love poem. When you touch, long, irretrievable now, beside you again, me again, in the dark of our certainty, I hold like a stone, and even you I turned my head to a thousand possible things gone, cannot touch, it is all I hold now in spring. From August Slept in cars Sheaf of hair shook in rain california a fire my mind entirely a house of cinder in a house of cinder iterable rose months massed in the anywhere shoulder me there A name bundles, a name A mountain cut out the sky To say nothing of frost A name sculpts, sculpts midair. Each time you begin I step down a mountain This is perhaps my most LA poem because I wrote this one on the 101 and like you shouldn't text and drive, but you really shouldn't write poems. <laughs> but I did. Um, have you seen the town from a hill? A hill from town, all downed in wire, woe? A ground floor hole where no one lives, where orange coated men, like a scabbard, shuffle through? I'll read one more. This is from November. It's for Kabat Akbar. The book is an animal I go to, put each leaf holly to my lip. Living is a choir to bury yourself to, a thing morrow allows, not sorrow everything against it. Thank you.
0: Yourself in that situation. In, in which situation? If you're on an interview with someone and someone expects you to and you're slowly getting the picture, but it's unbelievable to be in that circumstance. So, how do you assert yourself in that?
1: Oh, yeah, no, that example, I was, so this was in Long Beach, um, and they had pride flags out, which I really liked. That was the real kicker. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I showed up and um, I was like, here's my resume, I was like, do you oh, yeah, 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 sure, come back with it. You know, an hour. So okay, it's fine. So I came back in an hour, and I was like, oh yeah, sure, come back in an hour. And I And like, All right, that's kind of weird. Come back in an hour. Um, and I was like, oh, how about you wait for a bit? And this kept on going on until it was like five hours.
0: Wow. I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, and I like it became clear like other people are coming in after me to apply for the job, and I'm still there. <laughs> you know, so it, it became clear that it was just expected that I was supposed to. Get the hint, I guess, um, and like the the person who was supposed to interview me when they were going off and talking with other people, and it was all very clear. So, the way I dealt with it, you know, I, you know, I cried in the bathroom. You know, I didn't deal with it well, um, but uh, then I went home, wrote a poem, and got a better job. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's not, but it would have been a bad job to have. on these so I always, um, you know,
0: because it's not unusual to be in that circumstance as a woman, yeah. to be treated that way. You're ghosted and you're expected to know it. Mm-hmm. And I always have to devise clever ways to assert my identity mm-hmm. because my humanity will not be recognized as I do. Mm-hmm. So I, I always wonder how other people in other groups or situations confront that because I feel it's very important to confront it because people make assumptions. Um, they don't see your humanity. And it's a real creative process to have people, like you're doing, have people recognize.
1: Yeah, yeah, if it was like a social
0: setting, right, or something, I
1: would have asserted myself in some other way but given the dynamic, you know, it's like, what, I don't know, I didn't know what option, like if there was no way I was getting the job
0: and that's all I really wanted, I so, you know, it. just left. Diva. I always resort to a diva fit, which is mm-hmm. not only really a good yeah. end game. but I have to do something, especially mm-hmm. in a circumstance of civil rights, mm-hmm. huh? you know. You go to call the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, I started it. I, I edited it a lot after. <laughs> You're
1: talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes it sound like it was a perhaps a very flippant process, but there was a lot of traffic, so I had a long time. Um, and I had my notes open on my phone and I was taking notes. Um, and then I edited it a lot, so I didn't It wasn't like I wrote it on the way over here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. so how did I write it? Um, yeah, I was on the 101 north and a building was under construction Mm -hmm. and it was very beautiful and very horrible uh, at the same time in the way that buildings under construction often are um and uh yeah just thinking and and i had that image of the the orange coat you know um, which is very beautiful it looks very beautiful but it calls attention to itself right intentionally in a way that's kind of scary too um, so yeah I, I just have that image in mind yeah I think sometimes there's this like onus on the poem to give you a lesson or something right but at times things are just beautiful or they remind you of things or they're complicated and they make you feel the complication and have you reckon with it by yourself And um, I think that's one of the things that poetry can do of course, it can that's one of the beautiful things that I think about. It. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Hi. Um, one of the wonderful things about you know, is that I, the language, like the spelling, mm-hmm. is just like so wonderful to like physically look at on the mm-hmm. page. And I was wondering sort of what your process was around creating these words that were obviously like spelling that we don't we don't
0: normally encounter mm-hmm. um, in our everyday life. And you mentioned it was like a melding then, um, I the first Middle English, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, it came about, initially, it was very intentional. I wanted to write something that was like speculative fiction, but poetry. So it'd be like this other language that we had encountered. Kind of like an artifact from something rather than an exposition of something. Um, so that's how I started writing it. And then other avenues opened before it Um, I'm thinking uh, like a a lot of the trans stuff I wasn't thinking about initially I was thinking more just like science fiction I don't know, Um, imagining another world that was adjacent to ours that would reveal things about ours and so on Um, but then those things came about, Uh, the medieval English and text speak um, sort of came about because I, yeah, at some point I was writing and I was like, it's like the wife of Bath the Canterbury Tales was trans and then we just like took this weird sharp right Mm -hmm. you know in English history Um, Mm -hmm. which like I don't think that's what the project is but it was like at that time a helpful way to think of where I was Um, and then just other things came along suddenly finding the way that uh, multiple meanings became very apparent in words Um, the kind of loss that happens and talking about anything to do with trans identity in a kind of English that presumes to be like traditional, um, especially because so much trans literature is perceived or marketed as being like artificial or like edgy or um, new, right? But like there's a lot of classical beauty to this work as well, so, yeah. and not obviously not just my like, trans authors. Everyone should read it on the page. It's really spectacular. <laughs> Yeah, I try to have the reading have its own life and the book to have its own life too, because it's like there's no. If I tried to read it, I don't even know what it's like. It just (laughs) would be confusing. So yeah.
0: Um, Two things. Number one, you have to explain that mortality to me because I wasn't aware that trans mortality is limited. Um, but that kind of scared me when you said that, because I'm a friend from an old trans woman and I can't really cry on you. Um, and then I have a friend who well, went to college with who has an aesthetic, and recently a critic read his poetry as being deeply embedded in uh, 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 Jewish mysticism. And it's funny, he's, he's a dear friend, and I'll get on Facebook and I'll go, to Gap, 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 Gap. And no matter where he is in life, he responds through the filter of this aesthetic. Even if he's talking to friends, this beautiful minimalism, like, descends and the words coordinate. And I feel that very same thing from you. You created this energy in this space which was very powerful. And so I'm wondering what your thoughts are on your aesthetic or if you're conscious of that or how you orient it to your life. And your usage of words or um, your visual sense—I'm just wondering how you do your own aesthetic.
1: Yeah, um, to, to speak to that, um, with the example of your friend, you're saying response in every circumstance in some sort of—it's sort it's lovely
0: to talk to him. Yeah. yeah, it's like little prayers coming through all the time. But but I'm like this, you know, And it's funny. he's funny—he's always himself no matter what happens.
1: Yeah, this is very much me that you're saying, but it's also very much me doing a reading that you're seeing. Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. So, I I would think if I'm talking with my mom, if I'm talking with my friends, if someone has just yelled something rude to me on the street, you know, like I have different modes of being who I who I am, right? And I'll adapt to what ones appropriate. Just like in a job interview, right? You might present a certain kind of more formal way or something than if you're grabbing a drink with a friend or whatever just talking about, I don't know, a movie you saw or something, right? Like, it's all me, um, but
0: certain things might be more pronounced in a different venue or whatever, accordingly. It seems like you enjoy... Well, yeah, I mean, you create... I guess you're aware of the environment that extends beyond you, Mm -hmm. the energy you project. You're aware of that, right? Yeah, we don't have to be. Because not many poets have that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I really felt calmed and Mm -hmm. uh, in a very respectful space. Mm -hmm. And then, what about this mortality? Can you explain that to me? I think this is also very beautiful because you allow people into a political uh, circumstance that normally they wouldn't have access to in a very open, friendly way, you know, where nobody can make a mistake. Mm-hmm.
1: When you say mortality, you just mean you had a, like trans. Uh, yeah, you in your
0: poem, you said 27. 27. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Can you explain?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, trans people die young. Um, this is in large part because of violence. It's, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like when I spoke to my three, the three people I mean, who all died in the same month. Two died by their quote unquote, own hand, and then one was murdered. Yeah, but who, who moves a hand? Um, like, yeah. But I know there is a good question. So, yeah. Well, um, um I have a question about: um, Is that sadness in your work? Is it become? Um, because of your personal personality
0: as a writer, or it's because you are trans?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know the difference, yeah. Um, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, um, uh, you're, someone is born into the family they're born into, right? And then to some of their behaviors are born into the language, the country, and you can move and change. You're born into the body you have, right? And that can move and change. Um, And that's all you, right? That's wholly you and your identity and who you are. But of course you also have free will and make choices from that sort of uh, starting point, right? Um, So I mean it's all of it, right? Yeah, um, it's, it's coming completely wholly from where I've come from. But it's also not limited to that. Uh Electric, you said about letting things pass through work. Mm-hmm. What I mean what, when you're thinking about that idea, how do you determine what states and what I guess falls through? Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm also I was wondering what how do you Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Um so I'm thinking of things that fall through. Um I guess that's like a, a realizing that I can't hold damage, I can't hold words, I can't hold a lot of things that I was trying to hold. Um, now, it might be worth trying to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a poem in Safe Space that ends with, uh, um, existing this wor- world requires all your thought, and yet it's absolutely effortless, even carrots do it. And like it's kind of a cute line that's trying to hold lots of things all at once, mm-hmm. right? spreading out really far. Um, and I don't think field has many lines like that. You know what I mean? Um, uh, it's trying to hold a lot. Uh, field, I guess, I became more concerned with creating objects, creating things that at times might be unwieldy, um, but that I wanted to still be useful towards some end. So that might be just creating a feeling. Um, it might just be or reminding one of a feeling. Similarly to I don't know maybe how food does or something, right? Like you just want it to good if it reminds you of other things or makes you think of other things like great it's all wonderful um, but also at the end of the day you want a beautiful object that you can move around and explore but um, some things will fall th- through some people will get it some people won't um, and it's fine if someone doesn't get something if it's not for them or available to them at that time um, there's lots of things that I you know don't like so it's fine you know um, but just to recognize that and just sort of sculpt the materials accordingly. That might be a little too abstract. I don't know. But, uh, any other questions? Oh, OK, one more. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And is, so do you work by project, always by project? Or do you have-
1: yeah, I'm pretty project by project. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does that be word or do you,
1: how does that work? That's, I would yeah, it, I guess it depends. Safe space was less of a project initially. Then around like, once I had probably like half of the poems that would appear in the manuscript, I got a sense that this was a manuscript I cleared a lot out and wrote new things accordingly. With Field it was a little more project oriented because I had this kind of idea. So then I wrote a few poems that were kind of me exploring, trying to get what I wanted and none of them made it into the manuscript. They weren't good, you know, but they allowed me to experiment and play around. yeah, uh, with the work I'm working on now, it came about maybe a little more naturally, like um, I found myself into it, I found myself returning to these things, so then by returning, I knew there was a thing that was sort of grounding the whole work. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thank you everyone for all the questions that were coming out, and uh, just to kind of again.